Friday, February 25th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, Hollywood helps to stop the war in Ukraine with a poem. Plus, I introduce you to Gimp Nasty, the paraplegic cum lover, the female version of incels, and which contestant on Celebrity Big Brother pooped himself. edition of distorted view daily if things feel a little different it's probably because um we're at the start of the end of the world world war three has begun russia has attacked ukraine yet it's kind of business as usual here on dv i've got gimtards to feature linda finkel hall of fame nominees i'm really just gonna stick my fucking head in the sand here and pretend everything is a-okay I mean, honestly, what can we really do from here anyway? Send our thoughts and prayers, I guess. Although Hollywood is already doing so much more. It's like actors and actresses were salivating, just waiting for the start of this war. It kind of reminds me of uh, the beginning of the pandemic. Remember when Gal Gadot and a bunch of her Hollywood friends sang Imagine to us? Imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. That's Kristen Wiig. No hell below us. I don't know who that guy is. Above us only sky. I don't know who that guy is. Imagine all the people. I think that's James Marsden. Living for today. That's Sarah Silverman. She has no business singing anything. Today. Oh, 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 God. My life depended on it. I'd be like, no, thank you. I'll die. Just shut the fuck up. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. We don't need to relive that fucking nightmare. But you know, Hollywood banded together back in March of 2020 to sing this song to us and they healed the world and uh, eradicated the coronavirus. Pretty much what happened. Next few years after that, we're smooth fucking sailing. Thanks, Hollywood. We owe you one. Well, now that uh, Russia has attacked Ukraine, actresses and actors are doing what they do best. No, not act. They are participating in political performance art. Because if Vladimir Putin is going to respond to anything, 
It's going to be strongly worded spoken poetry. That's kind of what I have here, believe it or not. Anna Lynn McCord. Go ahead and join me as I say, who the fuck is this? Anna Lynn McCord uh, played Naomi Clark in the reboot of 90210 from 2008 to 2013. Since then, I think she's been working on this piece for the past nine years. She knew Putin was up to something, and she took her time to really craft this piece. All right, Hollywood, it's once again time to do your magic, fix all the pain and suffering, and stop this war. Dear President Vladimir Putin, I'm so sorry that I was not your mother. If I was your mother, you would have been so loved, held in the arms of joyous light. Never would the story's plight, the world unfurled before our eyes, a pure demise of... Hey, her poem rhymes. You know how I feel about non-rhyming poems. So she's already off to a good start. Although, I don't know if blaming Putin's mother is the right way to go here. It's like, you know, you can't, Putin can't be held responsible for anything he does. This is his mom's fault. Way to be a feminist. Blame the woman. Nation sitting peaceful under a night sky. If I was your mother, the world would have been warm. So much laughter and joy and nothing would harm. I can't imagine. I mean, you like to think that you would be a good mom to Putin, but you're a Hollywood actress. You were on 90210 for like five years. Long hours. Well, where's your baby at? Where's Putin? He's at home, fending for himself. Because this is mommy's big shot. And she doesn't have time to cook you dinner or tuck you into bed. Putin's got all that free time by himself. Little uh, curious teenager. He picks up uh, a few books on the Russian Federation. History books from like the 1920s and shit. We're right back where we started. Parenting is easier said than done. That the little boy you must have seen and believed and the formulation of thought quickly taught that you lived in a cruel, unjust world. Again, I want you all to understand this actress wrote a poem for Vladimir Putin. She's trying to get through to him here. Is this why you now decide no one will get the best of you? Is this why you do not hide nor away shy from taking back the world? It wasn't because so early in life, all that strife. We're not even a minute into this two and a half minute poem. I can't take any more. Let's just fast forward to the end. Whatever your story, Mr. President Putin, I can't imagine how it feels in your heart, but I know if I was your mother, I would be a start towards the awareness of what a powerful being of light you could be if your mind was only free. Bitch, please! Yeah, I have to agree with my slow friend here. Bitch, please! You have the potential to be a source of light in this world. He doesn't want to be that. Talk about pointless. I mean, obviously, this wasn't really a message to Vladimir Putin. This was more about getting press. Let's be honest. 90210 ended in, what, 2014, 15? I don't think this woman has worked since then. Now, at least, people are, are, are saying, like, who? Who is this? What has she done? Oh, she's a television actress. Oh, and a poet, apparently. Multi-talented. Okay. Well, there you go. Once again, Hollywood to the rescue. I'm thinking Putin will see this video pretty soon and we'll have this whole war wrapped up by the weekend. Fear not. If you live in the Ukraine, we've got our best and brightest working on the situation. Again, that's actresses from a reboot of 90210. All right, moving on now. I would like to introduce you all to Gimp Nasty. 
He makes crippled amateur porn over there at Pornhub. That's right. From the war in Ukraine to gimp sex. Ta-da! According to Gimp Nasty's profile, he says, I'm a 60-year-old quadriplegic that loves giving oral, rimming, and deep-tonguing old men's hairy assholes and tonguing ass. Deep-kissing, spit-cum-swapping with men and women. Piss-drinking. This is like the start of a new sentence, by the way. Piss-drinking. I was injured in a car accident in 1982. Was he drinking and driving? And if so, was it piss? Because it kind of sounds like that's what he was up to. Uh, Yes, he was in a car accident in 1982 at the age of 21. And I've had a lot of making up to do. What excites me is uploading to the world just how nasty and perverted I truly am for all to see. I would love to be in a come and piss bukkake with a man and a woman where I'm the receiver. So... I don't know if there's some sort of elderly X-rated Make-A-Wish foundation, but if there is, I hope they're hearing this. Also uh, interesting is uh, I noticed in the interests and hobby section, he has a lot to say. Uh, His interests include cock sucking, pussy eating, rimming, you know, standard stuff. But then he goes into like a little story. When I was 14, back in the summer of 1976, I sucked off my biological father. Also, our beagle, Rowdy's cock. I didn't even think you could put stuff like that on Pornhub. Like, they kind of frown on bestiality. Incest is still a gray area. But yeah, it says right here, I sucked off my biological father. Also, our beagle, Rowdy's cock in our barn. I want to go out of this world being known by friends, family, and the world as the nasty perv that I am. Well, obviously, I've got an example here of one of Gip Nasty's videos. This one is titled Quadriplegic Suck an Old Guy Swallow His Load. Now, while the title doesn't have a smooth flow to it, uh, you get the idea what's going to happen. Hi, guys. Hey, what's up? I'm waiting on my buddy to get here, Dave. Going to try out my new high-profile table um he what he's trying to say there is high profile table he's got a table that's uh that's tall it's higher up than a normal table and apparently that's very important when you're having quadriplegic sex. I just got he's uh you know he is a quadriplegic so he's in his wheelchair also even though he has started this video where loads will be swallowed um he his nurse is there feeding him high profile table i just got Munch you down some breakfast first. As soon as we get here, we'll have a video for you. Yeah, so the first 10 minutes is just us watching this guy being fed oatmeal. But you got to remember, you know, this guy's a quadriplegic. He's not going to be great at editing videos. He pretty much just turns the thing on and, and lets it record. And then just uploads everything at the end. Can't manipulate a mouse? Come on. He can't feed himself oatmeal. Expect him to get my, uh... edit video? He's telling his helper to fetch the head stirrup thing. Can you get my uh, head stirrup thing I made? I've been busy making some things. I got uh, I took all the wheels off of my one of my wheelchairs, so it sits on the floor, and uh, I can transfer it with my ceiling lift. All right, so he can he can get himself from his regular wheelchair 
to his floor model wheelchair that's like on the ground. And I call it my suck chair. It gets me down at the right level. I don't think that should be covered by Medicare. I'm sorry. You get one wheelchair, not a standard wheelchair and a suck wheelchair. Come on. If you need fuck furniture, go to adamandeve.com and use promo code FREAK. I mean, I don't know if there's quadriplegic friendly furniture, but if there is, you know, just use Adam and Eve search engine. It's really good. I also made a device that goes on the back of my headrest that I'm going to show you right now. Oh, yes. That's the head stirrup. For stirrups to put your feet up in so they can be real comfortable. I don't know how he managed this. I mean, he can't feed himself oatmeal, but he's constructed some wheelchair headrest stirrups. It's actually quite genius. He can take the headrest off of his wheelchair and put this uh, new headrest on. And and the new headrest has a long bar behind it. Now, you're going to have to imagine this. Now, uh, he mentioned he's got that big table, this this tall table. He's going to have a guy lay on his back on that table, right? Then that guy can have his legs resting on the stirrups uh, on the wheelchair and the headrest of the wheelchair. That way, this guy can sort of scoot and get his cock to to hang over the edge of the table. And uh, that's where our quadriplegic's mouth is going to be. Give them a place to put their legs while they're laying on the table. It's all about making the guy comfortable. Let me fast forward a bit to uh, where the uh, the guest arrives. I was just telling my audience here that I'm going to try out my new devices. Yeah. Stirrups, table, it's, you know, it's a whole setup here. That's a high table. Yeah, that's going to be a problem because uh, the guy who's about to get his dick sucked is old. And he's going to have trouble hopping up on that table and getting his legs in the stirrups. Needs to be high to get me where I need to be. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, yeah. Now, the guy just got here. He's trying to rest, right? He's sitting down on the chair, relaxing. Meanwhile, quadriplegic dude is like, come on, let me suck your dick. Get started. Anyone else is not anything? No, but I'm pretty anxious here. Yep. (laughs) You're here to get your dick sucked. I want to suck your dick. Enough small talk. You guys ready for this? Wish me luck. It's not Gimp Nasty who needs the luck. It's the uh, the big fat old guy who's going to get his dick sucked. Trouble is going to be getting up on that high table. Can you get up there? Okay. Here's a, there's a stool right there. Not able to get up there. I think getting down is going to be the problem. <laughs> Yeah, the loud commotion is uh, this guy lifting his leg up, trying to get into the stirrups. He thought he broke the stirrups, but he didn't. A lot of adjusting, scooting the ass up towards the, you know, Gimp Nasty's face, adjusting the chair. Finally, Gimp Nasty is able to uh, get that little dick in his mouth. 
And obviously, it doesn't take long for this guy to uh, to come. Gymnasty's very good at what he does. How old people can come without even getting hard. I mean, I don't think he's hard. Does it look hard? Either coming or dying. The next issue is after he comes, he can't get off the table. Yeah, lose some weight, dude. Yeah, you got that right. It goes from thrashing about because he's coming to thrashing about because he can't get his leg up and over the wheelchair and he can't rock his body enough to uh, get enough momentum to actually sit up. Like the most disabled person in this video is not the guy in the wheelchair. Somebody want to call 911? <laughs> Finally able to sit up. Holy hell. <laughs> wow. How'd I do? Perfect. Perfect. Yes, apparently Gimp Nasty got a very good dick sucking grade. Did perfect. <laughs> imagine that. A gimp in a chair. Kinda hard to understand him, but he said, imagine that. A gimp in a chair. Imagine there's no heaven. Truly an inspirational story. Don't ever let someone tell you you can't do something. No matter your disability, where there's a will, there's a way. If you want to suck dick, you find a way to suck dick. Buy yourself a high table. Make yourself a wheelchair stirrup. What I'm really interested in is what he talked about at the beginning of the video where he like disassembled a wheelchair and he's got some sort of ceiling crane that will lower him down onto this wheelchair so he can, I don't get fucked or something. I can't wait for the next Gimp Nasty video. All right, moving on now. Over the years, we have uh, talked about and played clips from many incels. These are the uh, involuntarily celibate guys who act like fucking psychopaths. Many of them are psychopaths. What we've only mentioned a few times on the podcast, though, is that there is a female equivalent to the incels. They congregate in a subreddit called Female Dating Strategy. I guess they're not exactly the female version of incels. They're like the female version of male pickup artists. They're just toxic bitches who really want more than they deserve. Here's a typical post on female dating strategy. This is just sort of an introduction. We'll get to the really wacky posts in a second. This will just give you an idea of, uh, you know, their mindset, right? Uh, Non-slutty men, right? By sheer volume of shit we have to deal with, it should be women losing their mind and shooting up malls and schools and targeting only men. But the actual reality is it's always only pathetic entitled men who are mad that supermodel-like women don't want their peepees. If we had to generalize, men are fucking nut jobs. And uh, the first reply is, life is better without men. That's the environment you're walking into when you visit a female dating strategy. Here are some recent posts. Anyone else annoyed that the average man is just straight up ugly? Men are crybabies. Guys, I kid you not. At 3.09 p.m. today, some scrote actually had the audacity to direct message me saying, your comments about penis size are gross and it's body shaming. Like, really? Cry me a river. These, of course, are the same women who scream about amusement parks being misogynistic and fatphobic. 
I'm not sure if this is a, a dating strategy so much as it is a giant red flag for any guy that comes across their posts. Yeah, they hate it when guys comment on their looks, but that's a large portion of these female da- uh, dating strategy posts. As a matter of fact, the next one here is PSA. Beware of No Shave November. Although men are using No Shave November as a poor attempt to raise cancer awareness, there's also another reason why they do it. Beware of beard fishing during this month. You see, men with weak jawlines and poor forward growth will use growing a beard to mask their unattractiveness and flood the dating pool with their falsified features. How many men are actually raising awareness for cancer awareness and raising funds for the cause, huh? Men love to rip on women for wearing makeup, but makeup doesn't dramatically change one's face, as does growing a beard that covers up a third of your face and important features. Guys, they're on to us. We gotta come up with a new way to hide our ugliness. Thank God for this pandemic and masks, right? Uh, here's another woman. A lot of a lot of women uh, hate the idea of um, lunch dates or going out for coffee or walks. They're like, uh, men need to spend money on me. They uh, they they consider these um, lowball offers. I've seen that phrase thrown around a lot. No coffee and no going for a walk dates. I consider those interviews that will end with a lowball offer. I don't initially do breakfast because that's too early or lunch dates because that's too casual. I do brunch and or dinner. This is perfect initial vetting. If some male doesn't want to buy you brunch, dinner and or drinks, he's already stingy and or broke. How do you expect that to get any better over time, ladies? She may have a point there, right? Here is another woman uh, talking about how lame it is when guys suffer from depression. (laughs) They actually don't think it's a real thing. You know, guys just make that up. Uh, What disgusts me the most is that they claim to be depressed. They literally have testosterone coursing through their veins, which is a hell of a drug that makes them feel all happy and confident, delusional like warriors. Yet half of them still mope around claiming they can't deal with their anxiety, lack of motivation, shyness, inferiority, etc. Imagine having a drug that gives you superwoman strength, make you super fit and ambitious, and you still manage to accomplish nothing and get fat. It's really astounding where these women will go with their thoughts sometimes uh, on this subreddit. Like, if you want to see a man's true character, break up with him or watch how he breaks up with you. I swear, there's something about the end of a relationship that just brings out the worst in men. Like, yeah, they're upset and angry. They're not going to be nice. Here's another post. Stop being with your guy. Kill him with a knife. (laughs) Stop being with your guy. Kill him with a knife to show you are a lesbian and never have another boy and girl relationship again. Stop wasting his and your time. Not sure if that was from the female dating strategy subreddit or r slash psychodikes. Another post, I hope men realize what pieces of shit they are. And as they become more addicted to social media, they understand our narrative and lose the confidence to ever approach us again. First reply, me too, sis. They really go after all men, even guys they aren't dating, don't want to date. Just like dudes living their life. Any guy that comes into contact with these ladies, they're in danger. Uh, someone had a bad experience at a, at a gynecologist, I think. 
Uh, a woman says, uh, I've said this since the beginning. All male gynecologists are either creeps, rapists, molesters, groomers, or sexual harassers. Out of all the medical specialties available, they chose gynecology. There are numerous amounts of easier and or better paying specialties. They have no reason to choose gynecology. If that isn't a bright red flag, I don't know what is at this point. Avoid them at all costs. I will leave you with one last post. Can I get some sad violin music here? This one's gonna be a tearjerker. My husband is a plastic surgeon, and he previously made five hundred dollars to $700,000 a year with bonuses at his practice. He was recently let go due to COVID-reducing plastic surgery patient load. He's a doctor, and he's only been able to find general practice work. His highest offer has been two hundred and fifty k, and he's actually considering accepting that offer. I know we need money, but I don't want him to get used to working a low-salary job and not working hard to get back up to the mid-sixes that we're accustomed to. He he used to give me $10,000 a month in allowance, which now has been slashed to, oh, God, 3000 I had to stop getting my nails, hair, and salon services. My monthly shopping has been reduced significantly. I know he might recover, but he might not. And I also know my worth and what I'm accustomed to. I just feel gross having to accept this sort of lifestyle. We don't have kids yet, and I just don't want to settle for some loser with mediocre ambitions. What should I do? You see? You see what women have to deal with? Fucking asshole. Going and getting laid off because of COVID. And then having the audacity to consider accepting a position where he would only make $250,000 a year. Talk about a low-value male, right? You leave him, honey. You find yourself a millionaire because you're worth it. All right. Uh, good luck with that, bitch. All right. <laughs> and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. To the fucked up news. Right up. A member of the Distorted View Sideshow. It's never been easier to grab our weekly exclusive shows now uh, available on Apple Podcast as a subscription and on Spotify as a subscription. Super easy. Just a couple taps and boom. You're listening to Sideshow exclusive programs. Uh, also, of course, we've got SuperFreakSideshow.com. That's our official website. You can sign up through there. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Yesterday, we did a Sideshow exclusive podcast, and earlier in the week on Tuesday, we did one. So it's a great time to sign up. It's Friday. It's payday. Memberships are very inexpensive. Best of all, you help out Distorted View and make sure it continues on for a long, long time. Sign up right now. Listen to all those past shows that you've missed. Other ways to support the program, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. Uh, if you pledge five, though, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And if you pledge uh, at least $20, occasionally I send out DV merchandise and little goodies your way. I will be doing that uh, this month as well. Actually working on getting all that stuff out this weekend. So uh, it's a great time to check out patreon.com slash distorted view. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up, Lamar Odom. Is he like a basketball player or something? He may have fucked one of the Kardashians. Was he the dude that had a drug overdose? I'm asking a lot of questions. I don't have a lot of answers. Yet Google is like right at my fingertips. I just don't care enough, I guess. 
Anyway, uh, if you know who Lamar Odom is, this first news story is for you. Luckily, uh, it also has something to uh, interest all of us. Poop. It's a Lamar Odom story about poop. Apparently, he was on that CBS show uh, Celebrity Big Brother, where he took a big fat deuce in front of his housemates or something. Let's read on here. Uh, Lamar Odom accidentally pooped in his bed while in the Celebrity Big Brother house this season. And he told Insider that he had no regrets about owning up to it. I wonder how female dating strategy would respond to what Lamar Odom did. On one hand, he accidentally shit in the bed. On the other hand, he was honest about it. It's a high value attribute, right? Quote, I mean, how could I not? It happened live on TV. I mean, I could have hit it, but I thought it was funny at the end of the day. Why did he poop his pants, though? Apparently, the former NBA star was interviewed after his eviction from the house Monday night. Odom said the incident taught him a valuable lesson. If you think you might have to go, even if you're all cozy in your bed and you're snuggled up with your blanket, go. I've done that before. I mean, I haven't shit in the bed or pissed in the bed, thankfully. But uh, I, I have woken up in the middle of the night and I and I had to pee real bad, but I didn't want to get up. And so you just... I don't know, will yourself back to sleep. And even though it's painful and you end up having dreams about peeing, that's the scariest because, um, you know, you have to pee. You're dreaming about peeing, letting your bladder go and pissing all over the place. You could see how that would uh, translate in real life. Very easy to pee the bed that way. And thankfully, I haven't done it yet, but I'm playing with fire. Now, uh, in Lamar's case, he shit the it was a misguided fart. Maybe he went to bed on a, on a full stomach, just ate something really heavy. Something slipped out. I don't know. I don't know if he explained what happened in this new story, but I'll be disappointed if he doesn't. <laughs> I mean, how could I not? It happened on live TV. I could have hit it, but I thought it was funny in the end. Odom said the incident taught him a valuable lesson. I never realized that I, <laughs> I never realized I had a problem with milk or dairy. It's really the worst way to find out you're lactose intolerant as you're being filmed sleeping on live TV. He said he has learned a little bit about his body from being in the Big Brother house. I gotta stay away from that stuff, he said. In a since-deleted post on Odom's Instagram account, he blamed the episode on irritable bowel syndrome uh, and lactose intolerance and a poorly conceived midnight snack. In the post, he said, I actually suffer from lactose intolerance and IBS. So last night's late night snack on Big Brother CBS of beef jerky sticks, candy and warm milk. Oh, what a combination. Christ was a stomach ache waiting to happen. The post said Odom's accident was a funny escape from the stressful game of Celebrity Big Brother. Stressful. You just sit in a house. Last man standing gets $250,000. Yes, 11 celebrities are locked in a house, lying, scheming, and competing with each other to win $250,000. He said uh, his strategy for the game was to, quote, just be myself and be transparent as possible. I've got a clip here from Big Brother. I think he's confessing to someone that he shit the bed. I just let the world know that I took a shit in my, in, my, in my bed. What? I just let the world know I just took a shit in my bed. No, you didn't. I did. I had to clean it up. Are there cameras in the bedroom, like, pointed at the bed? Like, 
There's a chance Lamar could have just not told anyone about this. No one was suspecting anything. I think he's kind of proud of it. All right. uh, Second story we have for you today. Closed circuit TV cameras captured a revolting moment when a lawyer allegedly injected grocery store food with his own blood. Is this the newest TikTok challenge? We've come a long way since um, licking pints of ice cream putting it back on the shelves. Uh, The shocking footage, which was presented to jurors at the Isleworth Crown Court on Tuesday, shows the 37-year-old defendant, Leoi... Oh, my God. It's all vowels. And they're not even creatively placed vowels. It's like a bunch of E's in a row. And then some A's in a row. His name is uh, Leoi... El Garib. I'm sorry. Uh, He apparently stuck syringes into apples, chicken tikka fillets, (laughs) and ready-to-eat meals at a Sansbury supermarket over there in the UK. The um, bloodbath, I guess, was part of a grocery store rampage that took place on August 25th. Uh, He stopped at a Sansbury's, a Tesco. And a waitress, I guess, in West London. This behavior was bizarre, his lawyer said during the court appearance, adding that uh, the man was not of a fit, insane mind during the incident. Now, I guess they're kind of pleading temporary insanity, but it took effort, right, to, like, get these syringes full of blood, drive to the store, inject the food with blood, then drive to another grocery store, like... This was a prolonged case of temporary insanity. Basting food with blood was just the tip of the iceberg. At Sansbury, the man allegedly threw eggs at both the staff and customers. I'm sorry, the blood thing is worse. He also punched a a security guard in the chest. The mayhem wasn't confined to indoors either. He also uh, is accused of chucking an empty needle at a National Health Service surgeon outdoors, hitting her in the chest. Like he was playing darts. The surgeon was the dartboard. He was uh, finally detained outside of a bar after allegedly picking up a potted plant and throwing it through the open doorway. A total of 21 syringes were recovered from the bloody crime scenes. Meanwhile, as a precaution, the impacted stores were forced to throw away and restock food before reopening. Uh, that resulted in costs of about $281,000. That's just at, like, one store. Did they have to replace, I guess, all the food there? Because they don't know, you know, what he actually jabbed with the syringe and stuff. Uh, $194,000 in damages at Sansbury's and at Tesco, $159,000. At a hearing, a psychiatrist said the man felt as if he was living uh, in a Truman Show simulation where everything was fake. That's a reference to a 1998 Jim Carrey movie. The doctor added that the man also believed that he had a device implanted in his brain and hoped that his rash behavior would alert the real police to his predicament, not the fake actor police that's part of the simulation. The man has since pleaded not guilty to three counts of contaminating food and two counts of assault by uh, reason of insanity. This isn't the first time someone has been accused of seasoning foodstuffs with bodily fluid. 
On Friday, a uh, ex-teacher, now ex-teacher, I guess, in Louisiana, was sentenced to 41 years in prison after admitting to feeding her students cupcakes that were spiked with her husband's semen. You heard about that on Distorted View Daily. If food has been injected with bodily fluids, DV is all over that. It's kind of our beat. Pastries covered in semen and oh, also uh, dicks cut off. We cover that beat pretty extensively. As a matter of fact, it's pretty much our last story of the week here. Emergency services were rushed to a home uh, near Sydney, Australia on Wednesday uh, after receiving a report that a man had deliberately cut off his own penis. I bet you he did it because he felt bad because a bunch of girls on that female dating strategy site were making fun of his penis. I went on a date with a guy and it was only 5.8 inches. Anything under six is considered a micro penis in my book. He might as well cut it off. It's worthless. I've read posts like that. One woman was actually trying to figure out how to tell a guy's dick without having to ask him because she doesn't want to waste her time with guys that have uh, penises that are under six inches. So maybe this man did feel bad about his cock. When New South Wales police officers arrived, they found a 25-year-old man bleeding profusely from the groin. The man reportedly told them that he had amputated his own penis with a multi-tool before placing the severed organ in a drawer and then calling for help. By the way, the drawer was not, like, refrigerated. I don't think he was trying to salvage the penis. He just wanted to get rid of it. The officers rushed the injured man and the detached body part to a hospital where he immediately underwent emergency surgery uh, and is understood to be in critical condition. I always like how the news stories have to say that uh, he went for emergency surgery. Yeah, he's bleeding profusely from where his cock used to be. He cut the damn thing off. That's an emergency. It'd be funny if the news story was like, uh, yes, he went to the hospital where he... uh, eventually underwent leisurely surgery. Nothing pressing going on here. The doctors took their time. No rush. I mean, after all, this guy doesn't even really want his penis. So if I were the doctors, I would do all the other surgeries they have planned for the day. This guy gets pushed to the end of the line because he doesn't even want his penis. If we save it, we save it. If not, no big loss. The man is understood to be in critical condition. The officers who arrived first on the scene are believed to have been offered counseling to help them get over what they saw. Jesus Christ. Talk about soft. They need counseling for the trauma of seeing a detached penis. Have they ever spent any time on the internet? That's like one of the first things I saw when I got online. It was like Tupac Shakur's uh, autopsy and then uh, a severed penis. And this was back in 1995 when there was, like, nothing online. That's how amazing the internet was, by the way. I saw Tupac Shakur's autopsy before he even died. It's all a big conspiracy. Tupac died in 96. Anyway, so, yeah, the officers were offered counseling because they saw a detached bloody penis, poor babies. Man up, assholes! Sick of everyone suffering from PTSD for the stupidest things. Go to a war zone, then you can have PTSD. If seeing a cock leaves you shook, this might not be the job for you. It's unclear why. Oh, are you kidding me? The news didn't even do their job here. 
Yeah, it's unclear why the man chose to mutilate himself. Uh, Police do not comment on self-harm incidents as a matter of policy over there in Australia. A similar case was discussed in a paper published earlier this month in the Journal of Medical Case Reports by a doctor from Chiang Mai University in Thailand. In that case, a 23-year-old man who was a regular cannabis user smoked two bongs, equivalent to approximately two grams worth. A couple of hours later, he began to experience an unwanted and very painful erection. He also told doctors that the tip of his penis began to look distorted. Nice. Dude, you're tripping, man. Uh, Hoping to relieve the painful swelling, he decided to trim the penile skin several times, just a little off the top, you know, with a pair of scissors. Ah! I don't think we read about this story. Uh, As that operation failed to stop the pain, he then cut off his penis completely, leaving behind an inch-long stump. I do remember something about an inch-long stump. Two hours after the amputation, the man was taken to the hospital with severe bleeding. Surgeons worked to close the wound and fashion a flap of skin that would enable him to urinate almost normally. By the time the man's penis was recovered, it was too dirty and fragile to be reconstructed. I think I do remember reading this story now. I remember a dirty stump of a penis and doctors fashioning flaps for this kind of pee out of. Fashioning flaps. That's called a vagina. They made you some pussy lips. A psychiatric evaluation determined the now permanently penis man, penisless man, had suffered a psychotic episode related to excessive cannabis use. Sounds like some anti-drug propaganda to me. Excessive cannabis use. There's no such thing as that. All right. uh, There you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedview show. Don't forget, we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. Stop in, say hi. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. All right, let's check in with some freaks now. Hey, Tim, I want to please dump that last call. I will. It's me again. Uh, can't try. Let's try this again. That's Unicorn Hamster checking in. I'm calling back. Uh, it's a week full of train wrecks for me. Uh, sometimes I call them really stoned, but not today. <laughs> I was into my feelings the last time I called, but uh, uh, what about the train? <laughs> no train wreck, my silver-headed friend. Uh, it. I really enjoyed that show where it was a screw-up uh, towards the end, that's it. But uh, I, I got to hear the, the happy music you play during the, the, um, the when you're reading the distorted news. Yeah, you got a good good listen to that. So that's, that's pretty damn amusing. Yeah, I fucked up. Well, I actually didn't fuck up. Uh, my uh, my Logic Pro is what I use. Logic Pro fucked up. It was going crazy. Um, and I had to re-encode the show, basically. Uh, oh, yeah. We talked about that, I think, uh, earlier in the week. I-, I wanted to talk about the, the new caller. Welcome aboard, freak. You're officially a freak, not a team member. And another person that had called saying something about trauma and how it could cause people to have uh, attraction towards um, animals or bestiality. Yes. I think... Um, I I asked an expert a few years back um, 
I I have you know I've been through damn some uh, trauma my damn self I see a therapist this cat's an expert and he told me one time he the weirdest you know client he had is he was attracted to to dogs like this dude liked dogs he liked uh, doggy pussy doggy anus I don't know <laughs> but this Name Jonathan Nyhouse guy had been abused so much by humans adults and he only felt like he oh. could only trust a dog oh. so, see that actually kind of makes sense in a weird I way know. i think everybody's different uh yeah but it's a possibility but not everybody it's uh kind of like the hey it's galileo 2343 <laughs> <laughs> god damn i hope i don't fucking sound like it. <laughs> no you don't well, thank you very much, uh, Unicorn Hamster. I get what you're saying. Um, you yourself said that you've gone through a bunch of trauma in your life. Are you attracted to any weird stuff? Do you have any weird sexual kinks that may be related to that trauma? I mean, not dogs or kids or whatever, but like, uh, I don't know. Do you have some sort of weird mommy issues where you like, you, you, you want to breastfeed or something? Call hey, back guys. In. It's Marshall Mathers before. And I just called to tell you a story. Marshall Mathers calling in. A bulging or falling out of a body part, such as the rectum or vagina, that commonly occurs because of weakened supportive tissues. Um, yeah. All right. All right. Thank you very much, Marshall Mathers the fourth. I don't know if that was a good impression of him or not. He doesn't normally talk about, like, rectal walls and stuff. His videos are usually about how he hates women or women hate him. and he But he's attracted to black women, but he's also racist because he doesn't live around black people and he blames his parents. He's a very complex man, that Marshall Mathers. Hey, Tim. This is Yo Eddie. It's kind of... Uh, I've only been listening probably a year and a half or so. And so still pretty new, but, um, I was just getting in my car and my phone connected Bluetooth and just started blurring your voice. Uh-huh. And it made me think like, I think all those years I spent as a teenager playing GTA, I'd get into vehicles and they'd always have like these disc, uh, jock radio guys. Yeah. Like the talk telling, radio stations telling pretty absurd stories like you like to tell. Why, why don't they ever ask me to be one of those uh, like radio? I would totally do the voiceover work for free. Like, just let me plug DV. Oh my god, could you imagine what that would be worth? Tim really reminds me of GTA now. Yeah, um, I'm um, uh, Laszlo. That's not a bad that thing. His name? But I thought I'd let you know. It's been a while since I played GTA. GTA Six is in production. I heard that news uh, recently, which is uh, great, which means, what, another year or two, maybe? We'll have a new Grand Theft Auto. That reminds me, Elden Ring comes out today. Are you guys playing that? I'm wondering if I should if I should download it or if I should just keep playing uh, Lost Ark or if I should just not play these dumb, retarded games and do something uh, more useful with my time. So many great games coming. A lot of great Nintendo games coming out this year. Uh, like that new Wii Sports for the Switch and Splatoon 3. Oh, my God. Sequel to Breath of the Wild uh, at the end of the year. I, I, I don't think I'm going to have time for this podcast anymore. 
going on hiatus. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. We smell on for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, it's an oh, God. I just let the world know I just took a shit in my bed. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating or a thumbs up over there on Stitcher and Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Anywhere you can critique podcasts. Please be kind to DV. It really does help out. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I will be back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, bye, everybody. It's Friday, baby. Fuck. Yeah, it's the weekend, baby. Fuck. Yeah, Friday, baby. Fuck. Fuck. The weekend, baby. Fuck. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.